Hi, this is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Terry Corlan. He's the author of the new children's book, On the Road to Honesty. Hi, Terry. Welcome to Family Confidential. Hello, Annie. I'm so glad that you've made the time. I know you're in France, and um, I'm up a little earlier, and maybe you're up a little later than usual, but I really appreciate it. Um, we're here to talk about your new book, On the Road to Honesty. And um, I don't remember where you and I first connected. Do you? Yes, I do. Uh, actually reached out to you um, to get uh, your opinion about uh, what I was working on on, on that book. I and you gladly offered uh, a lot of uh, great advices. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you took that initiative. That's that's kind of the beauty of social media, the um, the kind of the level playing field and how we can say, God, I'd like to reach out to that person. I'm interested in their work. And then when you do it, you have this nice connection. So I, I'm really glad you did that. I love the book for a lot of reasons, and I want to jump right into it. Um, to talk to kids about honesty, um, this is not exactly something I've seen in a book form that is written for kids in, and also in such what I would call um, branching way. Like if you do this, this might happen. And if you do this, this might happen. And, and, and to give kids the opportunity to think through their choices, which is really brilliant. So how did you get into this work? Well, um, first, um, it's a personal story. I, um, I felt into lies when I was a, a kid. Uh, despite being uh, raised in a very honest family, uh, I just became a big liar. And uh, unfortunately, nobody knew about it. Huh. So it lasted for years. Wow. And, and, and typically, uh, what kind of things did you lie about, if I might ask? <laughs> well, uh, it started with, uh, you know, low self-esteem, um, didn't have, uh, you know, much money. So uh, people were bragging and you brag more. And then it becomes, you know, uh, you've been to this place and you have this toy and and it's just, you know, fantasy. You start with that and then you have to cover your lies and uh, and then you're, you know, you're trapped in uh, hell. <laughs> wow. Um, so what was the wake up call for you as an adult about this? Well, um, we, we moved a couple of times, which gave me the opportunity to start fresh, but it came back each time. And at some point, uh, I got very ill. Uh, I went uh, to the hospital for several weeks and uh, I was 15. And, and I said, you know, I have to completely change my life. I, I cannot keep going like that. Wow. And uh, after that, uh, basically, I, I just turned the page and became someone new, um, much more energy, uh, everything you can imagine, you know, the release and uh, the relief. And it just became clear to me that was the right way. And that's why actually in the book, uh, you can see all those um, crossroads that we take in our life uh, every day. And sometimes some are bigger than others. And that was the big one for me. Wow, that's a great story. I love that. It's, I'm picturing you in the hospital bed and you had plenty of time to kind of think. You, you know, you, it's like... It's like your life um, had had given you an opportunity to put on the brakes, and there you were at a crossroads. Exactly. Wow. Um, I want to tell our viewers and listeners that the book has amazingly whimsical illustrations that um, just really bring these concepts to life in a way that I think will stay will stay with kids. Um, one of the concepts you talk about is smart honesty, and I'm wondering if you can explain that. 
Yeah, um, so I've been really uh, working a lot on that topic, as you can imagine, because as a father of four children, <laughs> it came back to me in a different way on the opposite side of the fence this time. And I was witnessing some of my kids actually going downhill with the same kind of pattern. Despite my great liar experience, you know, I felt like I didn't have any proper guidance about how to tell them. And uh, I did a lot of research and uh, I realized that what people do and what I was doing and what my parents did with me and what I witness every day is that people teach honesty to their children in a very simple, basic way, a little bit too simple. And what is a typical thing a parent would do to try to teach honesty? Well, you know... <laughs> They, they use big words, big abstract words like, you know, trust, honesty, lies. You know, it, it's not real in, in children's minds. You know, it doesn't mean anything. What really matters uh, when you discuss with children about honesty is that they don't want to get caught. <laughs> right. And, and, and that's basically the honesty education that children get. You know, as long as they don't get caught, that's fine. And that's what happened to me. I learned really quickly how not to get caught. But I was not honest at all. And my parents, if you ask them even today, uh, fortunately, they don't speak English, so they won't listen. But uh, they, they, they really thought that I was a very honest boy. And, uh, and, and that's the difficulty is that as a parent, you think you did your job by just, you know, giving the honesty talk a couple of times. You give, you know examples, the, the crying wolf story and things like that. It's too basic. So what what I think really people want is that their children are smart about honesty. And that's why I created that concept of smart honesty, because it's way much more than just, you know, the basic being honest, you know, follow the rules, obey and uh, things like that. It, it goes way beyond that. Well, then take us a step further and give us an example of smart honesty. Well, for me, smart honesty uh, covers uh, multiple things, five things, uh, okay. essentially. First, you, you want the kids to really understand uh, what honesty and dishonesty is and, and trust and distrust. And that's why we created that book in a very structured way. It's 80 pages. It's very long for a children's book. It's not aimed to be read at once, but in multiple times that they really go on a journey to discover what honesty and dishonesty mean by real visual examples. So they can really relate uh, in their own life, typical situations. So you want them to really be smart about understanding what it really means and not just, you know, the, the abstract words. The second thing is that honesty is not just with the others. Others are just a part of uh, my world. My biggest world is internally. The people I discuss the most with is myself. So you want also them to realize that, you know, honesty is not just with the other. It's also with oneself. Actually, I would start with that. And that's not something that parents think uh, at first when they teach about honesty. The third is the communication. How do you communicate things that could be difficult to say? Um, you know, like, um, don't like the cakes from the grandmother. Or my, my parents teach me actually to say, even if it's disgusting, just tell her that it's good and she will do it for years. Uh, well, there are actually ways to say it that doesn't hurt. So we teach about kind honesty as well. You know, how you interact with the others. So you are, you're comfortable with what you say and what you are and what you think. So it's not just about telling all the truth, 
but it's also able to communicate like, you know, I'm not ready to tell you something now. And then, you know, then you think about it and then you find a way to tell something a bit difficult later on. So smart about uh, honesty is that and also um, the maturity, the ability to act on it. You know, it's everybody wants to be honest. You know, nobody dreams of being a cheater or a liar or whatever. We all want to do that. But on the spot, uh, 99% of people actually do lie. You know, they, they justify it. They have good reason to justify it. But in the end, we all lie. So the idea is really, uh, what do I want? What the kind of relationship I would like to have? Do I really want that disgusting pie for the next 15 years? <laughs> you know, like, so, and, and you could really say, and, 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 and I've tried it, you know, I say, you know, it's not really my taste. And, and people would just do something else, you know, yes. instead of the pie that you You've been told to say it's good. <laughs> so it's simple words, but but then you need to act on it. So that's part also of um, of, of smart honesty. And and in and last, it's an ongoing process. It's not because you did the honesty talk a couple of times that you know you're done and and then the child will figure it out. It, it has to be part of you know an ongoing process. Uh, you know when you watch a movie or you experience something in your life. Uh, so so it, it really becomes what I would call a life competitive advantage and not just, you know, a, a value that, you know, we have to do or something. It, it, it can really become much more than that. And I think it's one of the key of, of a, a full life for, for a child as an adult later on. You know, I'm thinking um, when people in the news, politicians, for example, or other um, high status folks are in the news and um what they're modeling for our kids is um, dishonesty. <laughs> um, it gives parents a good opportunity to have these kinds of conversations. And you just mentioned while well, you're watching a film, reading a story, but I think the news every day probably brings us opportunities to talk about these kinds of um, choices. And that's really what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it, we have to be careful with that. I think that the news can also convey a, a feeling that it becomes a norm. You know, if you want to succeed, you have to lie. And some of them get caught, but, you know, most of them don't. Or even they get caught, they can avoid, you know, jail, you know, things like that. So the discussion has really to take that example as an anti-model and, and really reinforce that rather than, hey, another liar, they are all liars. You know, right. that's what usually you hear at home. You know, people watch the news, they hear a headline, and they say, another liar, and they are mm -hmm. all, they are all uh, you know, cheaters. And, you know, don't, don't say that in front of the kids. Uh, otherwise, it justify themselves. You know, that's the norm. I, I just, even though my parents say I should not, I witness it in my classroom. I witness it, you know, with my parents. I witness it everywhere. So I'm just going to do a little bit or more uh, and see how it goes for me. So really use it as an anti-model more than, you know, uh, complaining about the fact that they are liars. In the right. That, that's really well said. I like that. Um, and I can imagine it's challenging for kids, especially if they see others um, gaining an advantage through lies. Um, and, you know, there's the old saying, nice guys finish last. And I've never, I've never adhered to that one. Um, but it can be really challenging, especially for a child who has limited life experience to say, wow, um, that kid over there, 
is getting away with it. That seems to be a winning strategy. And yet at home, my parents are saying, don't do that. Mm. Um, it becomes a challenge. And yet what I love most about your book is that it really gives kids opportunities to think, as I say, about choices and gives them tools to um, process things so that they're not just saying, okay, blindly, I'm going to do it this way. Um, I have to think about what's right for me and what feels right. As you say, your bigger world is your internal world. You got to live with yourself. Exactly. I think that instead of trying to cover it all as a parent, just try to empower the kids to see the world in a different way. And even when they see the cheaters and the liars, they remember, you know, off the page of the book, that yes, in the beginning of the road, those guys got a, a little bit of an advantage, but he ended up in, you know, coming back to school on, during a weekend or doing, you know, work because he got caught. Yes. Uh, and, and, and he felt bad. Uh, I really reinforced a lot with my children about the fact that they need to feel good about their choice. Yes. And you cannot feel good when you lied. You, yeah. you just cannot. So when they listen to themselves and they are honest with what they did, uh, step by step, you know, they, they just make educated choice themselves. And I think that's what smart honesty is about as well. Not just being scared, but really being able to make those educated choice. Yeah. And I think what ends up happening throughout life is as you make those educated choices, you get to feel good about who you are. And, and that, that becomes a positive feedback loop, you know? Yes, this is an uncomfortable situation. I have to tell grandma about the pie. Um, but I, I pushed through that discomfort. Um, I communicated in a way that was sensitive to her. She got the message. I feel good and empowered. It's like, so the next time I'm in a situation like that, I will draw on that experience and uh, have a little less difficulty maybe saying the truth in a way that is respectful to the person who's receiving it. Exactly. It's exactly. Good awesome. stuff. Um, I understand you have a very generous kind of offer prize to our listeners, and I'd um, love for you to tell us a little bit about it. Yes. Yeah, so after I, I almost finished the children's book, I realized that um, there was also the parenting part. Uh, that's uh, one of my discoveries that's um, Almost all parents actually train and push their children to lie even without knowing it. And it's completely unintentional. So I've created an ebook called The Eight Trigger Mistake that most adults do that push children to lie. And um, as we are launching our children book on, on Kickstarter, um, I'm offering uh, all your listeners 500 free copy of that parenting ebook. So um, they just go to ontheroadtohonesty.com, ontheroadtohonesty.com, and uh, there will be a form. They fill it. Uh, if for whatever reason they don't uh, get it, they contact me directly. But I'm offering those 500 copies to your listener uh, as, a, as a gift and sharing my message to the world. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for that, Terry. And thank you for the time you spent with me today. I, I really, really appreciate it. And um Honestly speaking, I'm delighted that we met and I had a, an opportunity to um, help you push your book into, into the spotlight because it, it's very well deserving. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for your time. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. This is Annie Fox for Family Confidential. 
To learn more about my work with parents, teens, and tweens, visit AnnieFox.com. And check out my parenting book, Teaching Kids to Be Good People, Progressive Parenting for the 21st Century. And my new book for tween girls, the girls' Q&A book on friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And if you like this podcast, we ask that you review it on iTunes. It may be a little thing to you, but it means an awful lot to us. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Egg Plant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. And tune in next time when my guest will be Dr. Jeff Rubin. He is the author of the book, Dealing with Insults, Teasing, and Criticism. Until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.